0: Ser isto é uma crença. É uma religião muito grande. A visão é um culto. Que é que crê, que é mental, que, que é o caráter para pessoas. Calma de quem é grande, maior que os maiores. É uma paixão é uma explicação. Eu não consigo explicar o que é ser o Benfica. Eu sinto o que é ser o Benfica. Mas de
1: facto uma paixão. E as paixões são assim, vivem-se assim intensamente. Aqui não há nenhuma razão. É paixão, paixão, paixão. Ser Benfica what's going on everybody welcome to another edition of the talking to the Dolby Figa podcast my name is Alfredo Fumaces tonight is episode 344 with me tonight Cristiano Oliveira como sempre Cristiano como estás amigo fantastic fantastic how's everyone else doing man and uh up in Canada Dave de Oliveira no relation what's up
0: uh after that performance on Saturday uh... It's been rough, but uh, with the uh, American Thanksgiving coming up, let's, uh, I'm thankful for at least coming on uh, another week to talk about uh, Benfica. So yep. happy Thanksgiving uh, for all you uh, Americans. Grazie, yeah.
1: grazie. It certainly could have been a black uh, Saturday, right? Rather than a black Friday, could have been a uh, yeah. black Saturday. Yeah, but yeah. anyway. Um, on tonight's agenda, as, as you've already heard, Vizella will be up on tap. Uh, we'll also look ahead to uh, Red Bull Leipzig uh, match up UEFA uh, Champions League match day five. That comes up this uh, tomorrow as we record this. We're recording this on Tuesday. It's on Wednesday. Uh, we'll also uh, talk about the uh, Tassa Portugal drawing that happened uh, earlier today. And uh, we'll look ahead to Benfica's next uh, game um, for the Liga against Maritimo this coming weekend, so um, Cristiano's already given me marching orders. He said, Let's make this short about eight minutes. We're going to try to make it as short as possible. I don't know if eight, eight minutes is going to be possible, but uh, you know, uh, we're going to try to shorten it. Uh, I could tell you this much, uh, Cristiano, it's definitely going to be shorter than the Brink do Batista. I think um, we, should, we should honor PZ, and in honor of Pizzi's number 21. Twenty-one minutes. Twenty-one minutes. Right. A little bit longer. I'll
0: take, I'll take the under. I'll take the under
1: on the twenty-one. Um, yeah, the, you heard me talk about Brinklu Batista. If you guys uh, have a chance, please check that out. It's a very independent project, much like our uh, our video uh, show, Time Added On. Uh, don't forget to check out those guys. They um, it's related to the soccer, but they they cover a lot of themes um that's around soccer, uh, racism, uh, law um all kinds of of things definitely check those guys out they they're a little lengthy um but uh well worth uh well worth the time and uh, they actually uh, won uh, uh an award in Portugal uh, for the best podcast uh best sport podcast so congratulations to them uh I actually have the pleasure pleasure to be involved with them indirectly uh so but definitely check those out so um with that out of the way let's get into this uh Vizela game Benfica's uh uh Portuguese Cup a game against Vizela up in uh, Vizela Vizela a up team and up in Vizela everything is up for yeah, me up. <laughs> everything <laughs> is up for me um a game uh Vizela a team from basically third division portuguese Por- Portugal's third division right what would you, mean, you say that basically it's
2: i mean they are- they are from third division. Yeah, there ain't they, no basic here. It's a fact. They play it, in the third, Campeonato Portugues or Campeonato Portugal, something like yeah. that, which is the third division of the Portuguese.
1: Right. And, uh, you know, Benfica coming into this game, coming off an international break, obviously, and, and we haven't been here for since a couple weeks ago, so I know we have a lot to talk about. No, we but, don't. <laughs> <laughs> coming uh, coming from uh, an international break, uh, the following 11 were selected by Brun to play this game. Uh, Zlobin, almeida jardel ferro primaldo samaris and gabriel pizzi and jota Chiquinho, and rdt so, you know, there's that uh there's that other trial that Laj has done and of course seferovic was hurt in during the injury br- injury uh, injury br- uh, injury international break
0: might as well call it an injury break cuz it seems like whenever we uh send players out they come back injured so that's right you're right on that one
1: so um, RDT got to start. We hadn't seen RDT in quite some time. Uh, he's made the bancada. He's made the bench. Sometimes he's made the couch at home. Uh, but here we are. If uh, my if my memory serves me correct,
2: Dave, I, I think we predicted this on, on our very last uh, RDT was going to get podcast it. prior to the injury break. Uh, that he should make his next start. Obviously, we talked a lot about Vinicius' performance and Sferovic's, and I, I think me or whatever, some one of us, uh, yeah. did, didn't make a prediction that he would be getting the start uh, against Vizela in the next, uh, Tasa de Cerveja, right? Was it that's de Cerveja or just the Tasa Portugal? Tasa Portugal in no, Portugal. Portugal. the next Tasa Portugal matchup, and uh, he did just that, so no surprise at
1: all, Alfredo. So, um, yeah. <laughs> what was surprising was Visella getting on a scoreboard uh, very early on, five minutes in, and we were already down. And and I, we were Cristiano and I were just uh, watching the, the recap real quick to refresh our our, yeah. our selective memory when it comes to to this game. Uh, and all the time in the world that Visella had or Visella player had to hit that ball, and even Visella themselves, um, it, it could only spell disasters. Labin saw the ball late. Uh, reacted to it late, uh, and you know it was it was a good goal by. It was Vizella. a nice low shot by the yeah. by
2: what was his name Tamu Yakabu Tamu. It was a nice Tamu. lefty shot, you know, kept it low, kept it uh, you know on the ground. Obviously, was able to surprise uh, Zlovin. but again, it's not anything that we haven't seen before, and it was quite, you know. Still, few. What do you guys call it? Meters, Dave, up there in Canada, it's few meters outside the <laughs> box. I'm surprised he. <laughs> Where did you go to the meter reference?
0: Because the rest, because um,
2: for for those that are listening to us, around everyone
0: the, else is on the uh, metric system. Exactly, sense, not,
2: uh... For everyone else listening to us around the world, not in the United States, they're gonna understand that better than yards. Um. So yeah, look, maybe he was blocked or shielded by by by, by some, you know, by Jardel or Ferro, but still, it wasn't anything out of this world. But credit to to Samu for uh, giving it a try and placing it in the bottom of the net. Uh, it is just just—it's just very surprising to see the amount of space that he was given. I know uh, Gabriel made a half-hearted attempt to kind of pressure him. He was able to get around him rather easily, and then he just looked at him. And it, it's just one of those games that you see that go in bright and early like okay uh we're gonna have to climb uphill you know obviously you can only climb uphill; you can never climb downhill but um it's gonna be an uphill climb but you know felt pretty confident at that time felt pretty confident and then as just as the minutes went along it was uh, nothing of much uh, relevance <laughs> happening and you start getting a little bit frustrated then you get the first yellow card and i'm like okay he grabs Shikinu you from behind and it's 25 minutes in, and the, the dumb dude elects to, to take down Peasy from the side, a clear yellow card. So now he gets a second yellow. And I'm sitting on my couch watching this game, and I'm like, come on, ref, should have given the kid a break. I mean, now they're going to go ahead and turn around and smack him 5-1. Like this. I'm like, yeah, now nah, they're going to say, come on, we really needed a red card to beat a third division team. But
0: boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. did we ever need that lifeline
2: was
1: i ever thankful for that red card about you know 60 minutes later i mean it was just but look i i think that kind of speaks in in a way of 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 vizella right of a third a third division team that probably a lot of those guys have other jobs right i don't think that they could support themselves playing at third division do,
2: but they got a little part time or something.
1: I don't know. I don't know if they got full time
2: jobs, but they probably got a little part time. we think they'd probably deliver no, pop six early probably, in the morning? Probably those guys look, I know there's there's teams in the lower lower leagues, uh, because I was just uh conversating with someone on ports. Kids are making not kids, but guys are making like five hundred Euros a month. And they're not even there's like these three ties, whatever lower leagues yeah. and and I I'd assume those guys in Visa are probably making Around the same money, more. if not a little bit more. So, if they do have other jobs, it's probably a uh, little part time. Because most of those guys probably live together to save money on rent and food and water and diapers.
1: And <laughs> yeah, but and all it, you that know, but stuff. it's it, it's you know it it speaks to to the level of of the team, and and of course, I'm not taking anything away from Vizella. That Vizela took what Benfica gave him, uh, but which was the, a lot of space, but the inexperience <laughs> of the players and the also no, uh, look a lot of those guys have played.
2: At some point, even second division or some of them even had played in, in right. throughout their careers in the first division, smaller clubs in the Portuguese league. But again, it's no, it's, you're it's afraid not you're trying to be politically no, correct. It's trying not not to offend people. it's
1: it's it, it, it's it's you're not understanding what inexcusable. I'm, you, you're not understanding what I'm trying to say. What no. I'm trying to say is that a team that behaves like that. Right, that makes those dumb mistakes deserves to get beat four, five, it was just six, one guy. seven, nothing. It was
2: the rest of the team, I thought they were able to keep their composure. I mean, it was the one guy who lost his composure. I don't know what the hell he was thinking about, uh, in the first twenty-five minutes. But I think the team overall did a, did a fantastic job. And I it, it, look, like you said before, they took what Benfica gave them, and, it, and and it's not. A criticism on Vizela. It's more of a criticism of Benfica's performance that you're struggling. Here you are struggling against a team in the third division of Portuguese football, a team that you're supposed to absolutely playing against. 10 smack men. and play at that, to off, playing that top it all playing against ten men. This is a team that Benfica should have been the team with the control, the team you know, uh, being able to control tempo. And and it just for a first long stretch of this game, it wasn't that. I thought Vizela. If you had no idea that Vizella was in the third division, you'd at the very least assume they're second division. They're one of the better teams in the second division because they were able to keep the ball in touch it around, create a lot of opportunities. They were by far by a wide margin the more the more uh, threatening side in the first half. I mean, not even up Benfica had what the one free kick, the that, one free kick by Griezmann They hit it, the corner side, outside of uh, the, the net. Well, top top of the net. It wasn't even corner; like it dipped uh, over yeah. the, whatever the goalpost and it hit the back of the net. But whatever. It, Benfica really did much of nothing. I think Vizela did, did a fantastic job, but again, it's, it goes to speak to to what the hell's happened to the Benfica team. We're talking about a team that was taken over by Bruno Lage last year, and they just annihilated everybody. Came out and played attractive football. Demolished people. Were able to create chances. You know, they got that beautiful football that we, you know, that we enjoy watching as Benficas. And now this season, I mean, look, this is not Football Club do Porto, Sporting, Maranhes, Braga this is freaking boo from the third division and we struggled. I mean, uh, it, it, there's no way to come up here and try to hide it or, or like make it look pretty. It is what it is. Nice. We struggled against a third division ugly. team. It was, are we happy in the end that they were able to make it to the quarterfinals of Portuguese, uh, Portugal? yes, absolutely. But at the end of the day, I don't. I don't know any Benfica that could be pleased with 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 the results from, or not the results, but at least the performance. Is around the sixteen. That's no. Uh, that's the only thing. What did I say? Quarters. Isn't quarters round? Is that eight? Whatever, man. No. Give me it's late. Uh, it... I, Whatever. <laughs> round the sixteen <laughs> quarters. Look, if you didn't fix, if you didn't, if you didn't correct me, nobody would have picked up on it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, we were ecstatic that they're in the final sixteen. Uh, whatever quarter, semis, finals, whatever the hell you want to call it, playoffs. We're we're just happy that they're there, but I don't think anyone's happy about the performance, aside from maybe Chiquinho, uh, for getting on the score sheet and uh, Raúl de Tomas, you know, getting that big turkey off his. Chiquinho body. didn't score. No, not Chiquinho. Vinícius. I'm all messed up. Um, yeah, Vinícius. You've
0: yeah. got some PTSD after that uh, yeah, game. Is right yeah. and-
2: Look, we we often come on here and we joke that uh, you know, we we tried our best. To forget about the last game and look, I trust me, I tried my best to forget about Saturday's game, and obviously, uh, in a lot of cases, it seems like I have.
1: Yeah, it's uh, look, it, it, it we're not gonna sugarcoat it, and, and I, I don't. If it seemed like I was sugar, I'm not sugarcoating. I'm just saying that <laughs> it was ugly, it was sad, it was depressing, it was enraging. Uh, and there's a lot of gamut. memories of uh <laughs> so- Villa
2: Franca, Villa Real. What was the team we played last <laughs> year? Montalegre. Yeah, Montalegre. brought back a lot of memories of that game <laughs> where you know we that was under Bombo Vitoria, right? That was under Vitoria. Now that we won one zero against what, not also another third division team, correct? That's correct, same division. Dave, what did you think of the game? Man? It's a good thing we play in Liga North because we seem to struggle in third division teams.
0: <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot of there's still quite a few of those uh third division teams uh hanging around in the next round of the uh Portuguese Cup. But uh yeah, overall it was just an embarrassing uh performance, like uh we've said whenever we uh have these third division clubs when we're drawn against them anything less than a five, nothing uh, result is a uh, an embarrassing and poor performance. And I'd, I'd love to just be a fly in the wall in uh, Benfica's uh, uh, training camp and, the, and in their uh, locker rooms. Cause I'd love to see what's, what's holding this team back. Is it the players? Is it large? Uh, we don't know the answers. We just see the results that are, that are on the pitch right now. And, and the results aren't, aren't pretty. So, I'd love to be a fly in the wall and see what's going on behind scenes because uh, something's going up. We've got the exact pretty much the exact same team as last year, minus uh, Juan Felix and uh, Jonas, uh, same coach and uh, it's night and day uh, from the team that finished last season to the team that we're seeing now.
1: I think that uh everyone in that locker room was waiting for the, where the next piece of inspiration is going to come while you, you know the one with uh, uh Elijah's wife being pregnant already came out but now everybody's waiting for the nice piece of uh, inspiration and maybe uh, the fact that it's black friday this coming friday could have could have served to some kind of inspiration for the players, but I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm Black as Black Friday is a big thing in Portugal, too? <laughs> it is now. It um, is now? Yeah. Do they eat turkey on it's, Thursday? They don't eat turkey, but Black Wait, Friday is, is a thing, just like Halloween is a big thing in Portugal now. Never was, but now Halloween is a big but thing in But I feel, okay, Halloween, okay, I get it. But I feel that if you're going to have a Black Friday,
2: it's got to be, you know, following a Thanksgiving, like uh, mm-hmm is you know because that's how it's we we, we have
0: we have black friday up here too and we don't celebrate uh thanksgiving on thursday so it's 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 worldwide now
2: everyone just loves a good bargain huh (laughs) (laughs) like benfica going shopping in december when the yeah i I just uh, um, went to transfer uh when they go shopping for bargains that's that's what it's like right everybody just likes a bargain
1: christiana you and i were, were were talking about this and and one of the things that we were discussing was that that press that that counter press that Benfica had when Lodge first took over where they would press the team deep in their half and and as soon as they got the ball they went on the attack where has that gone I don't know maybe the the hot summer days of playing in the ICC, a tournament, mind <laughs> you, that,
2: that Benfica won. You should be celebrated. It's pretty sure the trophy's up in the museum somewhere. Uh, maybe those days just uh, were brutally hot and they, they they didn't allow this team to, to get in their uh, f- physical work because it, it's either they've come off of that tactic or the team's just not in shape. I don't know what it is, but like Dave said, it's pretty much – uh, the team, the same team as last year with a couple of new additions, right? Uh, Chiquinho, uh, Vinicius, and uh, Raul de Tomás are really the new guys that are getting some minutes aside from the youngsters when they get called up. Um, but there's no rhyme or reason as to why this team is not playing anything like we saw last year. We thought that was Bruno Lages' model, right? The way that that he sets up his teams, that's the way he... And it's just... Uh, bro, I i we, we when we talk off air, we struggle to 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 even, you know, come up with ideas or reasoning or to answer each other's questions because I just keep saying, like, what in the hell happened to this team? From like, I, I don't have answers. Yeah. I really don't have answers, yeah, guys. I you got to it's, think it's th- astonishing.
1: playing a, a team that's third division, and as you mentioned, and, and I agree with you, that some of those guys have had some upper division experience, you should be able to ex- asphyxiate this team uh, with the press, yeah, not look. allowing them to play. I, I, I would say this, This I, I would
2: originally, right? Initially, I would say, all right, maybe they're thinking, you know, we're playing a team from third division. They kind of let their guard down, right? And then they come in and they're not playing like they're custom because they're not inspired to play against it. But then <laughs> you look at the performances against teams in the first division and it and it's it's identical performances. It's just a lack of days ago, Benfica out of ideas. No one with the exception I tell you all the time to me, it seems like there's one guy on this team that week in, week out, the guy's out there, whether he plays good or not, he's look, he's 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 prone to a mistake here and there, but he's always giving it his all. You could tell this guy's a leader, you could tell this guy's a fighter, you could tell this guy will do everything in his power to get Benfica to the next level. And that's Ruben Diaz. Everybody else is just like, okay, cool. Yeah, we're playing. Like, yeah, all right, what are we where are we going for Black Friday? Yeah, cool. I need a big TV. Yeah, me too. I need an aquarium you know that's that's <laughs> that's what it seems like everyone's going through those motions and unfortunately we didn't see ruben diaz and you shouldn't have to see a ruben diaz a guy who plays more minutes than anyone on this team aside maybe from the goalkeeper right because the goalkeeper's well now he kind of has love in. so but so goes back to ruben diaz probably getting the most minutes of anyone on the team
1: and you know and it's a, it's he doesn't
2: a, he shouldn't have to play against a third division team
1: yeah and it's and it's a guy that perhaps his attitude on the field is contagious to his teammates and his teammates follow suit uh, and we've often spoken here about a, a lack of a, of a, a true leader on, on a field. Uh, there's leaders in the locker room, but the, I think that Benfica is missing a true leader on the field. That guy right now is Ruben Diaz. I don't think they're missing him because they have him. Right. Well, they missed him on Saturday. They missed him on Saturday. Yes, but
2: they have a leader. It's just... <laughs> What happened to PZ? Not even even a, against no, Mungu Mon- Master. PZ. not Mon- even. That's what I'm saying. So. Not even against. Mon- I mean, but these guys apparently weren't among us cause make, they were not because it make They're touching the ball around me, acting like Benfica was a team that <laughs> they had to defend. It just, guys, we we look. We apologize, uh, or I apologize, because it seems like I come on here and then just knock. You know, Benfica, weekend week after. Week it's 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 hard, guys. I mean, it's aside from obviously getting, I would say the three points, but there's no such thing. It's just getting the victory and moving on here. Yeah. Um. There's not many positives you could take from these no. performances. I'm I'm hoping that, you know, somewhere along the line, something clicks. <laughs> maybe maybe uh, Bruno Lodge, now that it is Black Friday, he gets his magic wand and, you know, because he gets it on the cheap and he's able to do something over the next couple of weeks. He just waves that magic wand around and, and something happens. I don't know, but it, it it hasn't been positive and it hasn't been pretty to watch. I know we sit pretty at the top of the table. But again, it feels old coming on here every week, saying the same thing. We play like yeah, shit, but we're sitting at the top of the table. We're trying to to talk about as many positives as possible, but there's there aren't
0: many.
1: Yeah, I mean, Raul
2: yeah. de Tomas scoring is a positive. Second Dave, goal of the yeah. season. I mean, twenty million to score a goal against third division side. I'm glad it was money well spent. Man,
0: it's uh, a goal. Uh, Ten million for every
2: goal that he scored so far. Dave, so. Um, Dave, you any chance we can get your boy from uh, Borges from over there to? Yeah.
0: Yeah, Tristan Borges, Canadian, uh, Portuguese Canadian. If he's listening, uh, send send the scouts to uh, come poach him. But I, he's already linked to uh, another MLS uh, side. Oh. Uh, Vancouver, Montreal is probably going to pick him up. Wrapping uh, up
2: all the awards today, correct? Was he did
0: today? Uh, yeah, Young Player of the Year, Player of the Year, Golden Boot. Don't you guys work up there on a Tuesday in the middle the afternoon? I mean, who the hell has an awards? Nope, I know. And it was in televised. Nothing. No. No. Me- no media it was. Uh, might as well run off their uh, Twitch account, or it was just a terrible, por- uh, yeah. terrible uh, setup for it. But yeah, congratulations to uh, Tristan Borges.
1: So they've goals by uh, RDT and Vinicius.
0: Yep. Uh, like I said, it's only uh, RDT's uh, second goal of the uh, season. Uh, it came from a beautiful cross from uh, Jota, but I know uh, Cristiano was. Uh, Debating whether or not it was a cross or if it was a strike on goal, but uh, either way, he got the job done. Uh, and then uh, Vinicius, eighth uh, goal of the season and third already in the uh, com- this competition. So we have no uh, issues with his uh, goal output, but only uh, RDT's uh, second goal of the season.
1: Yeah, Dave. What's next for Benfica in terms of uh, competition for the Taça de Portugal?
0: Yeah. So the draw was uh, held today, and they uh, drawn uh, drawn Braga. On uh, December 18th, at home at the Estadio de Luz. so uh, we avoid those uh, those uh, third division pigs, uh, can especially canelish can can Yeah, can 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 yeah. I know. I course. know
2: they were very disappointed. Uh, <laughs> you know, letting everyone <laughs> know today Benfica. that they didn't get Benfica. I know that. You know, that would have been a dream come true for all the Portistas up north because there would definitely been a couple of uh, broken legs, red yeah. I don't know if that game would have finished. You think that game would have would have gone to full ninety? Do you think that Benfica sends the B team to so that game? That's a good question.
0: Do you think Benfica just puts up the three nothing forfeit and says uh, we're, we'll save our health and uh, we'll come back next year in this tournament?
2: We don't want any. We don't want any sauce from Makaku. <laughs>
1: <laughs> look, they're, they're not out of it yet. They uh, drew uh, a uh, so they will play. A better at, draw than Benfica, uh, or at at maybe not.
2: I mean, Benfica seems to struggle with those little teams, and we've over the last 1954. So 40 over the last 60 years we've kind of had our, our way with with Sporting Braga so um, not a bad draw
1: yeah not a bad especially what, is it at Luz? Luz? It's Yeah it's
2: at the lose yeah at the lose we've lost one time it was Enzo Perez's last game if I'm not mistaken Tassel Portugal as well we got knocked out Enzo Perez got got out at halftime, left at halftime, if I'm not mistaken, was subbed out at halftime, which a lot of people were very critical of because he didn't get an opportunity to say uh, goodbye to the fans and yada, yada, yada. And that was the first time they beat Benfica side lose, I believe since like 1954 or something like that. And by the way, kudos to Enzo Perez, who I thought had a phenomenal game on Saturday. I thought he was quite possibly the best player in the whole game. Uh, 34-year-old, still out there running things and uh, glad to see he's doing well.
0: That was the better of the two matches.
2: Yeah, well, well uh, I watched it on 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 tape delay or a, recorded a, or whatever DVR. I, know, a, I had to watch the
1: the thrilling matchup of Benfica <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, we'll I have a question about Gabi Gold, so we'll 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 talk about that, that in a little bit. But up next, uh, Red Bull Leipzig. Benfica is, is is already in in Germany, and will play Leipzig tomorrow. Um that's another one. Another one we should
2: all be thrilled about. I mean, Dave's going to have some phenomenal stats that if you're not excited yet for Benfica going into Germany, you will be after Dave gives you these numbers. <laughs> Dave, go ahead.
0: Yeah, so uh, Benfica's record in uh, Germany, uh, two wins, six draws, and 17 defeats, and uh, 20- 25 fixtures in Germany in uh, European competition. So look forward to that. Black, Black Friday, it's going to be Black Wednesday tomorrow. Guaranteed.
1: Can we just... um can we just forfeit the rest of the Champions League? Is it possible for just for our, well, I our, don't know. our I mental Elemental state, we can't forfeit.
2: But would it be a better look just forfeit? You think obviously with a forfeit, you 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 accrued a a, 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 three. a three nothing defeat, right? You think Benfica will give up more goals <laughs> than taking the forfeit than the three nil? You you think at the end of the day that by taking that forfeit that they're making themselves look
1: better on paper? That's a very good question.
2: At least statistically.
1: It's a very, I mean, certainly uh, Leipzig
2: hasn't lost since like October. They're on fire. Their coach has the balls to come out today and say it's like a David versus Goliath. It's like a team that showed up three weeks ago. Nobody knew about them until three weeks ago in the world of football. And now he's calling Benfica little David, which is wow. It just goes to show well, you. Benfica deserves it. Oh, absolutely. But it just goes to show you the how we've formed. made ourselves look over the last three, four years. I mean, this is what the world, I mean, little Leipzig. Who showed up a couple of weeks ago again? It's true, and they're laughing at us. They're mocking us. Yeah, it's but yeah, you know what? Within ten years, we're gonna win a European Cup somewhere. So. <laughs> um, positive. In what sport? That's the question. Hey, we got the Pesca Sportiva.
1: That's always uh, that's always fun.
2: They have the camping camping, camping world championships.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um. I i haven't heard the Bifika FM uh Me neither. I'll listen to Podcast uh, no. yet, but to to, to to gauge what the what, what the pows are over there, but I don't think there's
2: anybody probably said over five. I, I bet five you all those below. guys are blaming it on the cold. It's been cold over it's been raining <laughs> and cold. <laughs> <Drop> <laughs> Maybe Joan Gomes is a guy that's very positive. Joan Gomes is always that half full type of guy. Maybe Joan Zing. Joan Zing is, is a, you know, his pal's been able to, to withstand João the cold. Gomes
1: has, hasn't lived through Vietnam, so he, he, he didn't know. He did. He was just young. He was, he was very young. He didn't know what Benfica was. But I, I'm just curious, and I, I will hear their podcast. I will tomorrow. And tomorrow. find find out what, the, what their pal situation Beat up, is. Those guys, Fabio, those guys crack me up. Definitely
2: have to listen to them. <laughs> the only guy is, uh, you know, uh, Nuno, who's a cheater. And he does hey. the, he cheated, he cheated my boy Pete out of a victory against Juan Gomes in the little uh, trivia. So I'm a little down on Nuno right
1: now. But besides from that,
2: everybody else is good. <laughs>
1: uh so so anyway, um I, I think that th- th- there isn't probably one Bificista out there that has a, a positive outlook on this game tomorrow. Look, as if, if I always hope that Benfica wins the games. Um, but the way Benfica is, play- is playing, there's, there's a, t- a tiny bit uh, inside of me that hopes that Benfica could could at least save face hopes.
2: against. <laughs> well, I, I, look, dude, I always, I always, I mean, I always want them to win. Yeah, there's no hoping. It's, I mean, there is more hope. I should <laughs> say, I always hope that they win. Am I confident going into this game? Not necessarily. But the thing to me that intrigues me is as we sit here. If you're new to the podcast, or for those of you that've listened to the podcast for a while, just replay the podcast prior, leading up, or I should say, to a Champions League game, and I think it's the same answer. We we don't know jack about what the hell's going to what's going to happen in this game. We can't predict what's going to happen in this
1: game because we don't know what team they're going to field. Right, well, I mean, and we like, kind of know what what team are they going to field. No, we don't. But Who's uh, going to play tomorrow? Is who, it going
2: to be Andrea Almeida or Tomas Tavares? Tomas Tavares. <laughs> okay, so you're saying, you're just assuming it's going to be the youngsters. So Jetson's <laughs> back in there. Uh, Tino's back in there. I wouldn't Servi's know. back in there. I think Servi's definitely you think back Servi's
1: in there. I think Servi's back in. Yeah. I think Servi's in there. I think Florentino and Gabriel Ferro, are going to start. Ferro, Ferro Diaz, Ferro Grimaldo. Grimaldo. Grimaldo, who extended Tumas his deal until 2023. Tomas Tavares. Tomas Tavares, that right back? Right back.
2: Why you think Andre Almeida is gonna be tired from that performance on Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> you think they're gonna be saving him from Black Friday so he could be up uh, so he could go over there on, on getting queue on, on Thursday we night, bright and early, like yo, Paul Gascon spot that and South. We got an important game think coming PZ, up against Marítim. Think PZ, <laughs> yeah.
0: Is it away? No, no. it's at home. Oh, it's it's the new grass, the new grass, the unveiling of the new grass.
1: Yeah, you think PZ plays? I think PZ plays.
2: So let's go. Let's go, Chiquinho, Vinícius, PZ, Servi. Dino, Gabriel, Tavares, Ferro, Diaz, Agri, Maldo, and Blanco. Uh, that's, that's your prediction. Yeah. Dave.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: I think I made a play because I think they're under a little bit of pressure. No, I think-
0: no. This is, this is Benfica's Black Friday. They got to showcase the young kid. Come on. They got to sell him on the market. He's starting. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I the only I would hope that they have Florentino and Gabriel in the middle, but I wouldn't be surprised if they throw in uh, Samaris or uh, Tarapto or Aphasia in this competition. We've seen it before, but Samaris was awful. Against I think Gisella. it's I think it's gonna be the, the
2: the team you predicted, with the exception of uh, Tavares
0: for for
2: uh, you need Andrei somebody Amarita. to defend
1: Tim Warner.
2: No I just think i just no, I just think that right now, with all the criticism that they've gotten, all of a sudden now you see all these conversations from bru oh, we take this
0: competition serious
2: they can't justify losing tomorrow with the kids,
0: but they've been talking about taking this competition seriously after the first game, and he still has played every single minute of the the competition wow. uh, that's
2: a great point. Now, 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 uh, now! I wish I could fast forward to like
1: two o'clock tomorrow just to see. Uh, well, we we shall see. We shall see. Uh, Leipzig is top of Group G with nine points. Only lost coming against Lyon back a match day two, uh, and I think that even even that was a fluke. Because- so hold on, so they lost to Lyon. We beat Lyon.
0: So then tomorrow's a win, right? <laughs> no, doesn't work like that. And Leon didn't beat them in. Uh, they beat them in Germany, so anything is possible. They beat
1: us in Portugal, two zero. No, just, we won in Portugal. No, uh Leipzig man, Leipzig beat Benfica. That's the two one,
0: two one. That's Was right. it two one? Yeah. So Federovich, remember he told the crowd to shush yeah. and that whole thing.
2: And that was it. The after they were after that. winning two zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It it was was a little, little season, a
1: little too late. Feja yeah. Yeah, I yeah. I hope that Benfica wins the game but uh, considering what we have seen especially in Europe from Bifika, I uh, I'm not too encouraged. Look, I always want
2: him to win but then after the
1: comments by that numnuts today. Nagelsmann, I I I,
2: want, I like it's like just for the sake of look, we understand we're not at your level today. We're struggling, we don't have the money you do but You showed up a couple weeks ago. Shut up. Still smack them around, like right in the mouth. (laughs) Shut up. Just because of that. I would would like to remind them who we really are. Because like you said, man, this is to a point that now it feels like it's mocking. Like they're mocking Benfica now. We're talking about a team that is at the very least one of the top
0: teams in the history of European football. Mm -hmm. Right? And you're mocking them. One but of, they deserve to be mocked. I mean, even Bleacher Report is blo- mo- mocked us with their champions.
2: Not, I don't. He's not the coach of a team. I think there should be some sort of class and say, look, Benfica is a great team. You know, we've played better of late. You know, we are favorites heading into this game. But you can never take Benfica lightly. You kind of, I, I feel you have to speak like that. You yep. can't just come out and
1: one of, mock you know, them. Yeah, one of the teams that's shit we respect from Porto. One of the teams in in, one of the few teams in Europe to have uh, uh, a certain number of uh, Champions League appearances, both on the new format and the TASA dos Campeones, the old format. I think it's one of four teams or four or five teams in the history of football to have 200 wins in European
2: competitions. One of five teams, four if I'm not, but I think it's five. So you want to talk about four. disrespect? And now, come on, bro. You, you don't have you don't have eight wins in your history, probably in the competition. You're already
1: talking trash. But I mean, if you need motivation, it's not telling the squad that your wife is about to be pregnant is not it's, about to be. So
2: you, so you, Alfredo.
1: Come on, bro. Not about
2: Let's go to Come on,
1: Alfredo. No, it's 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 about cutting that. Have Benfica's printing paper, whatever department, put that up on the locker room. I
2: think that happens in, in, in Portuguese uh, absolutely. football? Absolutely. Why think not? That happens? That's American. That's not a... I, I yeah, see that like an American
1: not? movie. That's not... You know what the, what uh, Lodge put on the board before... Uh, PZ holding his thing? No, before he told everyone that his wife is pregnant, he put up the ultrasound picture. Oh, Jesus. And then people were like, what's that? You sure... <laughs> <laughs> then they brought in the doctor to explain to them what it was. You think? Then PT said, "I think I see something familiar." Uh, uh, anyway, but I, I look, it, it, as if Mifika needed any motivation, certainly these words could certainly these words can can be put on a, on a locker room and staying jokes motivation. Yeah, We like to joke all around. Jokes
2: aside, they they do if if they have any aspirations of staying and look, we understand getting through to the next to, to, to the knockout stage of Champions League football is going to be very hard. Even if well, if they went tomorrow, be be a lot of, you know, you got Leipzig. But it's still, still they don't, don't depend very, on themselves. It's, exactly. It's still very, very tough, uh, tough ask. But if they intend to at least stay in third place and, you know, compete in the in Europa League. Right. Which many haters will say that's a competition suited for Benfica, based on, you know, their, their, their current situation. They have to take this game serious. They have to yeah. at least get a draw. I mean, you'd anticipate Zenit losing to Two. Two. to Lyon. And if mm-hmm. he gets a draw, they'll both be at four points with that with that all decisive game. At the start of the loose, the finish off Champions League uh, match days. And so if Benfica does win that game, then like you said, it is in their hand at least to stay
1: in the Europa League.
2: But yeah. they need to at least point, come out with a point tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I think that obviously if, if uh, Zenit uh, beats uh, Lyon if loses. loses
2: it's a wrap it's it's a wrap and then again
1: and then again you all you have history
2: uh that's not on your side dave how's it go two wins
0: two wins six draws 17 defeats in 25 games in germany
2: two i would just that's the time i would forfeit we gotta go drive forfeit we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna rest our team to go to santa clara we're just gonna forfeit (laughs)
1: take a mulligan (laughs) yeah just forget it yo guess no but take a mulligan in germany um yeah, so you know, it is what it is. Obviously, we're we're all pulling for Benfica to win. Uh and hopefully we'll be surprised. I'm hoping for a surprise. But I mean, l- logic states that it's not going to be an easy game for Benfica and and uh, especially understanding Leipzig's run of form right now and what they've done in the Champions League, it's going to be very hard. Uh anyway, we shall see. The game happens tomorrow. Um, and after that game, we have uh, Maritimo uh, at home on Saturday. Dave, what, what's Maritimo up to?
0: Uh, currently sitting in uh, 14th uh, with two wins, five draws, four losses. They haven't won since September. 28th, uh, going uh, one win, six draws, three losses in their last 10. So they fired their coach and a uh, new coach, uh, Jose Gomes. Uh, this is this will be his first match, uh, in church. Uh, and he was previously at Reading and uh, Riwav previously.
1: <sighs> more, more monks, they fired the guy, What's they haven't name? won against him since September. The Marichi. guy that used
0: to
2: coach was a Ferenc, whatever the guy was, what was the team he coached before? Simone, what was his name? The previous guy?
0: Nuno, it was Nuno Santos, Nuno. too. Um. Nuno Manta? Nuno Manta. Yeah.
2: yeah. he was yeah. coaching Ferenc last, uh, last season. For a long time. You're right. I, I saw something on uh, a yeah. ball, uh, on a ball of TV that, uh, that the yeah. top, like a piece on him. So, so
1: another um, another <laughs> another difficult game for Benfica. Hopefully, yeah. uh, the new grass. At the risk at the risk of jinxing him, I'm going <laughs> to go out and say 3-0
2: Benfica. Three, it, no it, that new grass is really going to help it, them out and it's gonna it's not going to help out the other teams the, the new
1: the grass team. which uh, if we can add is is something of, uh, of technological advancement in, in grass it's like the grass when you go <laughs> to
2: miniature golfing they have tests like
1: the identical they have 10 percent of, uh, of an artificial synthetic fiber mixed <laughs> in with the, with the natural grass which apparently uh, helps the growth and also helps uh, some of the wear and tear. Uh, there was a lot to, to, to do about the media outlets saying that, you know, criticizing Befica for, for this and, and the, the league shouldn't be – it wasn't the media, but the, the opposition, the antis, that the league shouldn't be allowing uh, anything but natural. like I've
2: never smoked weed in my life, so excuse my ignorance here, but it's like when you, when you make a joint and you spike it with something. Is that similar? Yeah, right. Natural grass and well, you the, spike it with yo. Depends. Depends on what you spike isn't it with. is there a name for something? Isn't there a name for that? I never spot well, it. Well, there's synthetic weed. That uh... I'm talking about the old school because my friends used to do it. <laughs> I remember it's like regular weed. They wrap it up and they spike it with something, right? Yeah. It's kind of like the grass they you got now. Hopefully, hopefully <laughs> it influences them and it gives them an advantage, or influences the other team and it gives them a disadvantage.
1: I don't know. Hopefully, that's what right, it is. Like at at this point, we're we're looking for 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 anything. Uh. But speaking of looking, um, and I just wanted to to bring up something here. Last year, when Lodge took over the team, what uh, was not the- last year? It was this year. It was like in January. You're, you're absolutely right. Last, last, season, season. last season. When he took over with the team, one of his main priorities, and he publicly said this, was to get the fans back. At what point... Does he start thinking that he needs to get the fans back? Because right now there's a big faction of fans that are not happy with the football this team has been playing. Uh, that, albeit being in first, and albeit uh, getting the three points and barely getting the three points, the performances have been atrocious. At what point does Laj figure out or un- or understand that? The Benfica world or the Benfica nation is divided in terms of support for him. Yeah, but
2: uh, uh, not not trying to get away from from your question. But do you think when Laj watches film, do you think that he notices that they're not playing well? Because you haven't. I mean, call me call me crazy, right? Maybe I missed it. That's why I'm asking. Has he really coming out and, and spoken about the fact that Benfica isn't playing? Uh, he is I mean,
1: he has admitted that they they haven't played well. Oh, he has. Yes. He has. Okay, because everything I hear is always. He has admitted grass, that they, this, they've had that. issues. Uh, he is also, uh, he's also been asked about RDT. He used Seferovic as an excuse. Seferovic's first year uh, was awful. So then he knows there's a problem, so, but he hasn't been able to fix it. Right. So it's. So, I, I mean, look, look, shouldn't he be able to fix that? When you're a guy whose life. Uh, whose career is to be a student of the game, reading game, watching film, you have to see how poor this team is playing. Obviously being with the team every single day, you understand and you could find logic why something is working, why something is not working. So I could see how we, we bring some logic into all of that. But for us, that don't have the knowledge that he has in terms of sport, in terms of tactics, in terms of all of this. The team is playing poor. So he has to understand that even for the layman, the team is playing poor. And at one point, he's going to lose the fans behind him, regardless of whether he's winning or not. I think he's always going to have that. He's he's always going to have the guys
2: that are going to look at you know, Benfica's in first place as opposed to the struggles to them. That's all that matters them being in first place. I think he's always gonna have that, that side of the fans, right? Those guys are always gonna be on his side. It's the other fans, the guys who want more, that are least pleased. But I think majority of the fans, I had this conversation with somebody yesterday. Because I was obviously expressing my displeasure for the way Benfica's played, and he said, Chris, you're a fan that invest his time and is committed to, to to the Benfica podcast, and you're a lot more involved in the day to day happenings of Benfica than 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 you know a normal person. For those that are in Portugal, the guys that tune in on the weekends to watch Benfica and they see that they're in first place, you know, ten out of eleven victories. Those guys are content. Those guys aren't gonna be displeased. Those guys are just content that Benfica is able to to win the Campeonato Portugues, and that's all they're really worried about. So, yeah. Those people,
0: are all- and you know who else is in that 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 group, that our president. That he doesn't he's not there to see the the style of football uh, how we're playing. Uh, at the end of the day it's just results and uh, how we're doing in the table and nothing's going to change until uh we lose uh, that position.
1: Yeah, but my only fear is that the way that Benfica has been playing, yes, the results have been coming, but sooner or later it's going to catch up to us. It caught up to us with Porto. It's it's like Cristiano has mentioned. We have yet in domestically, we have yet to play a team that's given us a real challenge, or a team at our level or our caliber, and no, that's given us a real challenge. They're all doing it at our level. <laughs> at, at our level, level right. there's one team, Porto, and they slap. It. I mean, and and perhaps that's why we've done so so poorly in Europe is that these teams are all are at our, at our caliber or more or less at our at our caliber or real value is and we've struggled so going back going back to the preseason tour here in the united
2: states you think that the fact that benfica was able to win the 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 all glorious icc tournament you think that gave them a false sense of
1: we've we've had this conversation here i don't remember bro we've had this conversation here i don't remember
0: but then they they came out they beat sporting. sporting it was a five nothing, yep. postures five nothing. They didn't really play well, but they got the goals, but I think it, it it's uh ever since that Porto game, I think we can and say that is you know. That Sporting game coming up also? I did, we have a game in the New Year, the New Year.
1: In the New Year. So, As we
0: finished, goes. we finished the season against uh Sporting.
1: Okay, so that's the last uh, game of the of the first round. And Porto and, plays Braga, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, that like was that. a lucky draw. I know. That wasn't set up at all. That was not <laughs> yeah. at all. That's great. Supportive is uh, is loving it. Um uh, I, I think that it's, it's it, it gets it gets frustrating. Uh it gets super frustrating talking about uh about Benfica. Let's talk about uh some, some positive things. Grimaldo has renewed. Gabriel has That's not, positive? Grimaldo has renewed. Uh, Gabriel has extended. I mean look. For me, it's a positive. You know why? Because I look at what are the left backs are in this team. And Grimaldo, regardless of of some of the things that he lacks, he's still the best left back we have. You know what I'm worried about, guys? Is that this season,
2: right? They have pretty much re-upped every single player on the roster, right? Since the summer until now, they've re-upped everybody. I think everybody's gotten an extension, right? That's scary because we suck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these guys are going to be ever longer. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's
1: like, think about yeah, that. I, I could get that. If we looked at this squad as is right now, and we thought this is a great squad. Yeah, it, the squad it,
2: was the squad like six years ago. It's, it's Matisse, great. It's all those guys. Yeah. It's,
1: but it's great business but to, not, to <laughs> start to, to re-up these guys raise their salary, make sure they, they stick around, make sure they're not lured by any other thing. Almeida, Ferro, Grimalu. the only guy waiting on his OVND is Dimos, Gabriel,
2: Dino, BZ. And Jota jo- is also uh, still waiting. <laughs> and
0: then the other two strikers are new. Uh, they're new D-
2: this Did extended?
0: Yes. A, A- couple of mon- oh, uh, months ago, he was there. Like, everyone in the get this this <laughs> is icing on cake. Did we get extended? <laughs> I
2: don't think he got it. I think so. he's one of the few, but it's just like, bro, like you are really extending all these guys. It's not exactly a, a, a roster full of studs that you should be worried about losing anytime soon. I mean, what, is, what do you think is behind all these, these extensions?
0: Unless it's business, just trying to get a increase their for anybody that wants to come and take them increase yeah, but what, their, uh, their, but their value?
2: What, I don't know. Guy, what guy is really exceeding like, potential like oh my god no but nobody right now exactly so what's the rush to re-up them that's 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 why i'm asking like ruben diaz i get you know what i mean even even uh jota i get because his release clause is very low so obviously you don't want to i think it's 30 mil whatever they're trying to re-up them, right because they want that release clause And 30 mil nowadays is nothing but the other guys who else is is tearing it up that you really have to you know, worry at night whether somebody's gonna come out you know, snatch them in the middle of the night or not. They've They're,
1: all been extended. Yeah, but I mean, that's yeah, my even, point. Even, but what, yeah. what are you scared about? Even Grimaldo, what was his release? Even for? Trapped forty. Grimaldo, yeah, Trapped got a new Alpha. deal.
2: Grimaldo's view prior to this one was what was his release? Forty or sixty at the time? Yeah.
0: Sixty, and it's it still remains at sixty. Well, well, so it's just an increase of salary for him. Nice bonus, nice uh, Christmas bonus for him. For him to stay another year?
1: Yeah. Black Friday shopping. <laughs>
0: That's the opposite of Black Friday. They're spending uh, no, their money cool. when they don't need to if on they, deals.
2: If they're giving them an extra year at a lower base salary, oh, oh look, we're going to give you one more year. But, you know, uh, that makes sense. That's called Black Friday shopping. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if it's we're going to give you another year of raise your salary for no freaking reason.
1: Yeah, that's I don't know. Um, it's just it's just. I don't understand. I know this has already gone way too long. Let me ask you this.
2: It's easy. <laughs> 21 minutes. <laughs>
1: Uh, there's some there's been some talk by Elijah about the the winter market, you know, oh, man. Right <laughs> now, if you had, if you go to the winter market, what's one position that you would target? Second striker.
2: <laughs> I don't another say, one. I don't mean I'm saying this. But, the but guy it has played, to be
1: a starter. The guy, the guy, that,
2: the guy that links up midfield to the strike like a, a Felix guy, a guy that plays behind whoever, whether it's Vinicius, Raul, Tomas, Ferovic. I need a guy that's gonna play side by side with him. The guy that's gonna link up, play. The guy Who's that's gonna there? create. Who's Out there, I don't uh,
1: free, free, no, not enough free that you could go and buy. That's that's copy of... gold,
2: baby. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even need to buy them, you just need to loan them. No, nah, but, um, I mean, not afraid to, to ask a question like that. I mean, we're talking about the what? I mean, who's out there? There's plenty of players out there, it's just a matter of uh making sense. I mean, who's yeah. out there.
0: You know, many players, no, because I, I, would I know
1: that you're a guy that watches a lot of international football and more than I do. So I don't I'm not even familiar with whoever's out there. But you're a guy that says, well, this guy that's playing for but there's
2: 50 uh, I on mean, Atlanta people. Yeah, but there's,
1: or just playing for but like why would a, a guy.
2: That's just what I'm saying. Like those types of guys are not going to want to come to Benfica
1: unless they're not getting any a minutes. guy. That's exactly. What about guys that are out of favor? I'll answer our
2: next Who's week's podcast. A, okay. you,
1: I mean, this, like I said, there's too research. many guys, bro. There's just, just a shitload of guys. Uh, media is reporting that uh, Conti Zivkovic faces, Kai Kyle Lucas and Samarish are uh, on the trading block or selling block for this winter. Um, Brunelage has already said, uh, I can't get rid of Samaris be- and faces it because then I'm only left with Florentino. Uh, but uh, you know, certainly Conti who hasn't played uh, a minute, uh, I know he's been dealing with some injuries. Zivkovic is one, but you got a you got a, a big issue in in your hands with Zivkovic because he doesn't want to. Uh, he doesn't want to turn it in. You know, he doesn't want to. Uh, what do you call? Um, he doesn't want to. Rip up his contract because <laughs> he's, he's getting paid. He's getting paid handsomely, um, and uh you know FASA, which was the I guy. I think he
2: wants. I think Benfica was asking him to rescind, and he's like, "No, rescind, yeah, sell yeah. me." But then Benfica, if Benfica really wants to get rid of him, I'm pretty sure somebody would give him 10 million for him. Why are you asking for 30? Right. I mean, if your objective is to get rid of his high salary. Why not I mean, turn can, around and you, sell them to a chef Bill Wednesday or whatever for you, 10 mil? I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a team, you know, even like where Krov, Krovinovich is
1: at now, a team like that. West Brom. A,
2: yeah, team will take them.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, for one thing, you, you're, you're getting some money, but you're also saving some money on this sporting. Was saved a lot of money in the beginning of the season by cutting some guys loose. So maybe that's what we need to do with Zivkovic. Save some money. Yeah, but you got <clears> to <throat> have
2: a reasonable. You know, call. this all ties she back to le- Black Friday. You need to have a reasonable price. Then. <laughs> let me, let
1: me <laughs> ask you this. At what that has been gone, has been thrown a lot of criticism for his attitude, for his professionalism, especially in a, in the his first two years at, at Benfica. Two, like four. Uh, at what point? At what point does Zivkovik start getting the same level of criticism that Tarapt was uh, was given? Because at this point, we have to that's think
2: that good, there's. That's, di- that's a good question, man. That, honestly, I'm not even. Because obviously, you guys know I'm a huge Stadop fan. And I don't understand why people just still harping on what's happened in the past. Look, in the past, and he admitted himself he wasn't a professional. It is, But today, he's, you know, works just as hard. He's working just as hard as everyone else on the team. He's a, he's a big part of the club and his team. And, and the one thing about this is that the guy, fine, he wasn't a professional, but he wasn't a bad guy. It's not like you heard his teammates talking about it. And I know firsthand, right? from players on the B team that would tell me. Now I'm not talking about this year. I'm talking about in previous uh, seasons. They loved it up. They said Tarop was like one of the nicest guys in the locker room. Every player loved them. So he wasn't a cancer. He wasn't an asshole. You know what I mean? So, it was, you know, I just so I don't understand the hate that people have for him even now that he's turned it around. And then there's other guys on the team that I never understood the love for and, and, and the fan base, the general fan base has has this, uh, you know, affinity for these guys that I, I never understand. You know, it is just like you know, I, I, Alfredo, again, these are things, you know, I think outside the box more often than not. So I can't uh, you ask me questions that I really can't answer, man. I don't have a rhyme or reason. I know what I think. I, I can't speak for other people, Alfredo. I just wish that their attitude um would change sort of at least give the guy a break. You know, give him a chance. He's here now. He's here now. That's important. It's like I can't stand some guys on the team, but I don't root against them you know, I always want them to do well because if they do well, I understand my team does well. Yeah. But some people seems like they're more worried about Tadap failing just so they could be right about Tadap fail. but they don't understand. When Tadap fails, the team fails. Yeah. So I've never put my feelings, you know, ahead of the team. I think the team is most important. And if, and if you know, <clears throat> João Batista Tercer Quintana, right, is on a team and I don't like him, but, he plays well. It's going to help the team. I'm going to want the guy to do well.
1: Yeah, because at this point, you got to think that Zivkovic is probably top five and best paid at Benfica because he had that clause in his contract that every year. But he is gets that erased. clause
2: official? Did anybody ever say that was official? That was a leak? Again, we don't. The one thing about team, we don't. They don't reveal their salary. Yeah. So, I mean, it's we're always speculating here. Yeah. Is that true? Because, I mean, at the end of the day, Alfredo, if that, let's just say that is true. You don't think Benfica would do everything in their power to give him away? Yeah. I mean, they wouldn't be asking for 20, 30 mil. They were like, yo, here's five mil. Get rid of him. I mean, there's teams like his salary at Benfica is high, but maybe in a premier league, it's it's average salary. There's teams that will take them because the guy still has a good yeah. reputation. He has he has that potential, right? So uh, if that was really the case, don't you think Benfica would do everything in their power to, to
1: get rid of him? Yeah.
0: And would they not be showcasing him in these tournaments to try to get rid of him as well?
1: Look, at, at this point, I think that Benfica needs to bite the bullet. And, uh, put them on them on a market for cheap black friday zivkovic 5 mil and a bag of balls i don't know anyway um i think that's all we got no i, I wanted to talk about this uh, this question about the uh, gabi goal uh that uh, emelo100 at emelo100 um sent uh, and he says, uh, how come Gabi Gold failed at Benfica but killing it in Brazil? Was it our manager at the time or style of football? Also, how in the hell did Brun Lodge go from playing beautiful football half of last season and this preseason to just... I, he uses the shit, the emoji with the smile. So I, I, I get the gist of, um, of the question. Look, I, I think in, in terms of, of players... Um, there's players that fit systems much better than others. I think that there's also players that, uh, from very early on, coaches make an opinion about them. Uh, and I think that, uh, that influences a lot whether or not they're going to get playing time or not. Uh is Gabi Gold talented? Obviously. I mean he's he's he went from Brazil, uh was at Inter Inter probably definitely saw something in him, uh then came to uh came to Benfica, didn't do much, didn't get many opportunities. Now got went to Brazil, comfortable playing with a coach that uses his talents. Obviously he's flourishing. Um look, Ferreira did awesome. For Paul
2: Fonseca and He's got 18 goals and 16, uh, eight goals in 16 games this year so far for Espanol. It's right. not like he's been a bum. So, but it all comes down to styles and coaches' preferences. And look, I think I've said it here on the podcast. I don't know if it was last year, beginning of this, but I did say, and you'll recall that I question would Gabi Gold be successful on this team with Brun Lodge because of the way Lodge likes to play. I've questioned that at some point, I don't know when it was. Now, under Vitoria, Vitoria is the type of guy having conversations with Adel Tarot myself. And now looking at a guy like Abigo, a guy that showed up at Benfica with, with a reputation, I think Bruno large is the type of person that read into those reports, and once he read that you were tainted, that was it. I think he didn't even give you a chance because
0: that's... No, Rui Vittori did.
2: Yes. And it happened with Tarapto. It happened with, with Gabigol, And probably happened with other players. happened with the It's This type of guy that if you don't fit his mold, he's going to pretty much but cast that, you aside. Yeah. And it seems that he did that with Abigo. Now, look. He had his opportunities at Inter. He didn't get many opportunities at Benfica. But let's not kid ourselves. He's been absolutely lights out in, in Brazil and even in Libertadores. A different style of play. he probably have a little bit more struggle with even with Benfica. But I would like to think that with a coach like Brunelage, who, I mean, can't even say that this year, but the football that Benfica played last mm-hmm. season under Brun Lodge with Juan Felix, I would like to think that Gabi Gold would be a useful player for Benfica. I, I, I don't think there's any doubt about that.
0: And he's also just turned twenty-three too, so you got to think this is a couple of years back. He's he's young. He's uh, he goes to Inter in what he's nineteen, and with Benfica when he's twenty twenty-one. So he's uh matured as a player too. He had to go back to uh, Brazil to find his form, but uh, yeah, there's definitely still talent there. With uh, is
2: like that, Porto's trying to do everything in their power to to loan him from Inter Milan because, as well, you, you guys got know, no money
0: dude,
2: loan though they're not trying to buy him. Try to, loan got them to out. market now. We'll see. We'll see what happens. He's got a market. Maybe Inter doesn't want to lose them. Maybe Inter say, you know what? We've seen other success stories get loaned out for Falco Deporto, and the guys turned it around. Why not send them to a to, to to a team that's gonna compete, you know, at a high level, that's gonna p- p- perform and, and, and compete in, in European competitions. And like Dave said, he's still twenty three, and maybe we got a player here, but rather than going off and selling them and maybe missing out on that and that great player down the line. Yeah.
1: I think, uh, you know, as we mentioned, it's it's definitely a, a coaching preference and also a system, how good the player is going to fit in the system. And look, I, I think that there's a lot of players, too, that uh, feel at home playing in their home country. I think there's a, a different level of, of mental state. Uh, that comes with it. Comfort, you're, you're happy playing, you found happiness in, in playing your home country, you're, you're close to your family, not that these guys can't have a huge entourage of their families wherever they go, they make enough money, uh, but it, there, there's a bunch of factors that you could look at. Certainly, uh you look at the success that he's had in Brazil and you wonder, could have he have had this success in Portugal if he was given a chance?
2: Yeah. And got go the type of guy that you have to play for him. You have to make him a focal part of your team. You have to play for him. He can't be one of the guys out there doing the little, you know, the dirty work. And obviously, I mean, if he got better options and, um, you know, they never made him a priority.
1: All right. Well, we're going we're gonna to wrap it up here. Dave, anything uh, you want to add?
0: No, I think we touched about up on it all. Uh... Considering we're supposed to be a short pod, yeah. it's turned out to be a full-length pod, but uh, always good to be on.
1: Yeah, we come in here and thinking we're not going to have much to say, but we always end up talking too much. Uh, so Maritim uh, comes up for Befica this weekend. After that, Benfica has got a midweek game uh, for the Taça de Cerveja against Covilhã Cuv- at Covilhã. Uh, then on a the weekend, Befica will travel to the Bessa uh, to play uh, Boa Vista, and that's before uh, Zenit, um, at the Luge, and uh, next podcast, we will have a whole breakdown of all of December's games and what Befica will have to uh, endure, uh, because this games are going to come, uh, fast and, and furious for sure. But the last game of the, this year will be on the 21st against Vitória Stubel at the Bonfi, uh, for the Tasa de Liga, uh, Group B game. And after that, uh, basically the Liga Noj will go on vacation until the new year. Uh, so that's all we got. Thanks a lot for checking us out. At Ten Co Ten is where you can find Cristiano um, on Twitter. At eighty seven Do eighty seven is where you can find Dave. At Talking to the Doll with D being D A is where you can find me on Twitter. MephegIndependent dot com, you dot com. At Mfika Podcast is where our Twitter is. Don't forget to uh, interact with us and send us our questions. I know that we're not that uh, active on social media.
2: We're gonna change that though.
1: But we're <laughs> gonna change that soon, soon, <laughs> real soon. But uh, you know, um, definitely uh, interact with us, send us questions, and you know, we'll always uh, we always get there. Uh, we'll see you again next week. Take care, everyone.